this amazing room. Once again, we are in a recording studio, soundproof, professional equipment. Being a sound nerd, I really, really like this. Yeah, you're so happy, aren't you? I'm so happy. So happy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and you sitting here with a notebook. That's how I normally know, know you. You did have a, a period where you started using a laptop or some electronic app device. I don't know exactly what you use, but you're back to writing notes in the more not analog format. really. Not really. No? Um, it's both, actually. My main notebook is uh, electronic. Okay. But I have a backup. So I started using the backup notebook. And it's for some times, for some specific reasons that it's useful. Mm -hmm. Like now. Yeah. We thought we thought it would be uh, worthwhile spending some time talking about, I think we would call it journaling, but I, I think that journaling sounds as if it's just writing a daily journal about your personal reflections. I think we mean a little bit more. So maybe journaling, note-taking, mm. writing notes, whatever we want to call it. But there's so many ways of doing it and uh, and writing is such mm. a strong practice and such a good practice for mm. so many things shall we um shall we start with the why yeah it's always good right i know so what are the benefits of note-taking and we've talked so much about this uh, in but uh, in 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 the previous years but we really never have talked about it on the podcast which is interesting we were both thinking yesterday what are we going to talk about and and this was like wow it's unbelievable really that we haven't touched this subject because it's really one of my sort of favorite tips for you know in leadership training or in coaching it's like note taking but why and in any kind of um, introspection personal development i think this is the practice I still haven't let go of or lost. I mean, there are other practices that are also good that we also talked about. Just take meditation as an example. And we were comparing notes the other day saying, yeah, oh gosh, I've sort of lost my habit. I want to come back to it. Note-taking or journaling, I never lost. Hmm. And that's probably also because we enjoy it. I certainly enjoy it. But there's some really, really very important, I think, crucially important reasons why note-taking uh, works. Why would you say? Us. Why would you say it's so important? Um, well, where shall I start? Well, first, let's start with the, the obvious. If I don't write notes, I don't remember everything that might have happened in the past. That might have been a conversation, a meeting, a thought process, a reflection, but I remember better because I have my notes. And my memory is not as good as it used to be. So it's more important now than ever for me personally. But I also think there's another aspect to that, which is that we remember, we are, our memory can deceive us. So what happened five years ago, six years ago, if we don't have the record of whatever we were thinking about it or talking about, because we wrote about it, then we might have a very sort of maybe it's a, a rosy view on our our role in something for example a more positive or even maybe even a more negative view on what uh, what might have happened so it's not very accurate our memory is not very accurate because our emotions get in the way and it just changes everything so this is 
really hard copy of whatever might have been going on in what we wrote down. So it might be in thoughts, feelings, meeting notes, uh, anything. So the immediate experience is, is getting recorded and then you can go back to that. And of course, over time, even if your experience of it changes because new things mm. come to you. So then that original note-taking evolves, but you also mm. take notes of that involvement, I yeah, guess. Yeah, exactly. And this is, I think, another really good reason to take notes is that once we read our notes, you can't read your thoughts you had three months ago, right? Mm. But you can read your notes. And that then, as you say, will help us develop our thinking or reflections or whatever. So we can actually work. So what I think is very useful here is that we have our notes, we look back at it, and we continue from where we were there rather than we start all over again and again and again. And I think without note-taking, there's a tendency that we think the same thoughts again and again. Mm -hmm. Whereas if we have our notes, we perhaps continue somewhere where we left off. So we we get, you know, deeper or further in some kind of topic. Another uh, important reason, I think, for me is uh, it's a download. It's like emptying the teacup of whatever is going on. So it could be very factual from, you know, things to remember, like you were talking about. Or it could be that the writing in itself is a offloading or neutralization of emotions. So by writing about it, it also leaves the system. So the, you get it out of your system. Exactly. Yeah. And and then you're fresh to continue yeah. with whatever you want to continue with. So it doesn't bugger you as much. Yeah. So if you, like so many people, have so much on your mind which doesn't necessarily have to be worries, but it could be, and it is often, which maybe wakes you up at three or four in the morning and you can't sleep anymore because there's so much in your head. A way to get rid of that, it might be worries, it might be just actions or stuff that you think about or ideas or thoughts. Write them down and then there is a, a ten, there is a more of a chance that you feel like, okay, it's, it's somewhere, I don't have to think about it anymore and I can fall, fall asleep again. Let's just talk about a couple of different ways of taking notes or journaling. So what you're saying now is this is a pretty well-known tip that I think is out there. Have a piece of paper or a pad and a pen next to your bed so that if you do wake up, write down whatever that might be. So it might be something that's concerning you, but it might also be a really good idea. Yeah. So so you have that next to your bed. So that's one way of just having pen and paper very accessible. We We used to have a we, as in my, uh, Nella and I used to have a, a, a small whiteboard in the kitchen. And when, when she was like, oh, you know, so much going on, I said, okay, let's dump your thoughts on a whiteboard. And just, I would write everything that she would, she would just tell it, tell me and I would write it down. And then she was like, ah, okay, it's gone. So Nella, that's your ex-wife and this is a way that you helped her sorting out her thoughts or concerns. Yeah, and I didn't really do anything apart from writing down what she said, but then mm -hmm. it was not in our head anymore. That's just dumping it on the whiteboard. That was our term for it. And then from dumping it on the whiteboard, I guess there's some kind of sorting mechanism. So if it's everything from a shopping list to uh, remember something for the calendar to managing a bigger project, like mm -hmm. a house project or, or a work commitment, or it's a big be, dump. 
there might be a thought there and you look at that thought because now it's in front of you, right? It's not in your head anymore, but it's mm -hmm. in front of you on a whiteboard, on a piece of paper. And you go, oh, that looks interesting. And you continue your thinking based on what you've just said and somebody has written down for you or what you have written mm -hmm. down. And this is where uh, Jordan B. Peterson actually said, writing is a more advanced form, form of thinking. Mm. It's just, and I, I quite like that as a, uh, as a way of thinking about writing. Mm -hmm. You think better. Mm. Another way I come in linking this to learning um, I think Tim Ferriss is uh, a, a guru in this. Tim Ferriss, famous for his uh, podcast, an American who has, uh, how would you describe him? He's an author. He's, um, he's not a journalist, but he's, he's great at interviewing. So he's fine-tuned his note-taking when he um, takes in new content. So when he reads a book, he's got a, a very specific way of underlying, making notes, summarizing at the beginning of the book. So every book he has, the way I understand it, he can pick up the book that he read and he can read the, the first, you know, there's empty pages at the beginning of a book. That's where he keeps his notes for that book. Mm. And and the keys or the colors or however that works for him, I'm not entirely sure, tells him what he can use it for. So if it's content for an interview, for something he wants to write or some some thinking or some major ideas is all already uh, marked. Yeah. It's a very efficient way of learning and using content that you take in so you don't just read and take in all this stuff and it just doesn't go anywhere. I think this is an absolute super skill. So uh, there's a few ways I look at my note-taking when I'm learning. So learning could be studying, could be watching something, could be, for me, it's quite a lot of uh, listening to podcasts. It could be reading a book or article. Now, there is sometimes I listen to a podcast and I just go for a walk or a run and I listen to it and I know that this podcast is not going to need a huge amount of note-taking or it's not studying. It's not really deep. Uh, I, need to, I don't need to remember much of it. But if there is a podcast where I think, yeah, this stuff here that I want to remember, I wanna, it's more studying rather than just while I'm doing the ironing, listening to a podcast. I have a very specific way of taking notes. And without that, I think we all need some kind of system for note-taking around learning. I mean, when we were studying full-time, right, in university, you would not study without taking notes, would you? I mean, how, I, mean I can't imagine how would you learn anything if you don't take notes. Mm. And I think we just continue that uh, decades later. I, I, would, I have a very specific way of taking notes related to podcasts and books and so on if these are things i am studying rather than just reading mm. so you know i'm reading a book now it's called dopamine nation it is a you know it's not a, a a novel it's it is a book about stuff that we are about it's not really a book that i'm studying it's more like i'm reading it it's quite interesting i'll probably remember a few things and that's all right there's nothing really particularly new in it but i'm studying something that is new and I really want to work with and continue working with and maybe using my coaching. Yeah. Then I have uh, a note-taking practice. I have a, in OneNote where, which is also the tool that I use for client work. So my coaching conversations, I have notes in there and then I have a section called learning summaries mm. and in learning summaries, I have different topics. So th there is a topic for leadership, for example, or 
and there's a topic for yoga or um, there m- many I have about 15 or so and within each heading that could be a summary of a book it could be a summary of a podcast it could be some thinking that I've had from conversations with others but it's all in there so when I'm about when I'm looking for new ideas or new content let's say for 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 a talk about anything or or designing a training session of some sort I very often go in there and just look at it um, and see what's there and how I can use it and do you remember this author who wrote Atomic Habits what's his name again James Clear James Clear so in one of his podcasts, he talked about how he did it, or one aspect of note taking. And he has a so he's very structured. Uh, he would be having written a book like Atomic Habits. He has an Excel spreadsheet, and he's got it's sorting according to topics. And he has this newsletter, and I think he's maybe has had podcast as well. I can't remember, but according to topics, exactly what it is, what idea, what content it is that he's pick, picking up from wherever and where he's slotting it into a topic. So when he's writing a newsletter about, let's say, Mm. exercise, he would go into the exercise column and he has all his ideas Mm. collected Mm. and uh, saved. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't work for me. That's too structured for me. Yeah, no, for me, that's that's pretty much what I do. I mean, I don't use a Google Sheet, but I have a very structured system of note-taking and I can find it back easily. And this is where, you know, last year, around a year ago when I went, from my notebooks, physical notebooks, to my electronic notebook, is one of the reasons why Databricks is so much easier to structure electronic notes. And and actually, my physical notes are generally t- I take photos of them and they end up in my electronic notebook. So there is somewhere where everything is. Mm-hmm. But very easy. There's a structure to it. There's so I've I, the the main structure is daily notes and and permanent notes. And in the permanent notes, there's a structure around. Uh, all kinds of different things. But so we're, what we're actually talking about here is also what do we write about, right? So that's maybe let's get a little bit more into that. So what's what are some of the things that you write about? So you're saying learning, right? That's one. So once you have, you're learning something, studying something, you have some notes around that. You're talking about the client meetings. You have notes around that, presumably. What yeah. else? Uh, so the practice I, we started talking about, so journaling as in, perhaps daily or regular uh, introspection notes. So, so what is what's that? going through my system is probably the word I would use. It's not just the mind, but it's also about the emotions. It's about insights. It's about making connections, past and future. It's about relationships. So everything that is important, you could talk, call that a classical journal. Yeah. And this is your heart. This is a notebook. Not For a me, this is a notebook. Yeah. yeah. And how does this work? So you wake up, you sit down, and you, without an agenda, start writing? Or is there prompts for this? Or It's not always in the morning. No. But it's very often in the morning. So it depends on where I am geographically. So if I'm in my apartment in Stockholm, it's very often a morning practice, first thing in the morning. Hmm. Sitting down and just um, following um, an urge to write and as I was saying that urge seems to have stayed uh, I guess it is a very strong habit so it's just stayed with me mm. but I also have um, a tendency to write a lot when I'm traveling so either being on my way somewhere or mm. having arrived to a place where there's room for reflection there's space and usually solitude mm. Mm. how is this for you 
Yeah, so it used to be similar to you. So it was really a bit like a blank sheet of paper in the morning, write whatever is in my system. I'm a bit more structured these days, so I use the electronic notes for this. There's a template and basically comes up and it's called journal and there's a few questions. So the first question is around, how did I sleep? Did I have any dreams? So that prompts me to write about my night, if you like. Second question is, you could summarize it as gratitude writing. I use the question, what do I love? And what am I grateful for? So combined. And then there is a, in that same line is also, is there any stoic reflections? So is there any stoicism that I used in my way of living yesterday, for example? And then the third question is really, um, any reflections on yesterday? So very open. Did you design these questions yourself? Mm, I did, yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, when it comes to stoicism, it's obviously extra interesting for you because you're interested in stoicism. Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's a way to look at the, uh, the world more positively and to work with negative st stuff. And yeah, so it really fits into that second question around what is what do I love about life? And if you were to just mention a few more things about what stoics stand for, what stoicism is, just for people who are not that familiar with. Well, so they'll have to go back to the episode on happiness. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's my, it's my, it's probably one of my main life philosophies to ensure that I have, uh, that, you know, that I regulate my emotions in a way that I am more positive and optimistic in life and just happier, therefore. So that doesn't mean I don't have negative emotions, but that I have a very specific way of working with negative emotions. And that's what the Stoics are brilliant at. Yeah. Oh, another word for it could be reframing. So it's never as simple as just one way. A situation is never just one, mm. one perspective. If you look at it from different perspectives, you can always find something yeah. positive, although it can feel forced this is what you and I have talked about is there some kind of suppression of emotions in this in this approach to life and then as an answer from you I got a very very thick book right. Stoics and the emotions that I still haven't read I used to remember now I'm going to yeah. read that well, maybe we talk about emotions later maybe, maybe that's a different topic <laughs> if we're staying on with uh, so, so annoying. just continuing on this theme of what do we write about so we have our meeting notes we have our learning notes we have our journal we have a oh, one one that i it's it's actually so obvious but actions <laughs> i write actions and my mm -hmm. electronic notebook is brilliant at this because i i always put a date to an action mm -hmm. so that pops up in my electronic journal when it needs to happen so it's just a way to sometimes we have all this to-do list in our head and it's just so uncomfortable to stick with that in your head i just need to it needs to get out of my system also because otherwise i forget stuff so i just write actions and put a date to it and then it's gone so actions are important notes too for me i use the calendar for that so i have calendar posts with actions that i move around so i review the calendar and i did this obsessively at one point in life i don't think i do it anymore but uh, so my calendar is not just for meetings and activities. I also have my to-do list as a calendar entry. So that's how I use, how I take notes. I do the same. I used to use a different tool. Mm. But there's another one, which is writing for somebody else. Mm. Exactly. So 
old-fashioned letters, emails, text messages, or I guess what people have a lot these days are different groups. So sharing, yeah. uh, you know, staying connected through, let's say, a WhatsApp group. So you write in the WhatsApp group, which is just something, yeah. I don't know. Is that part of writing, do you think? Yeah. I mean, I quite like the, the practice of I write a letter. 81 letters I've written to my girlfriend since I met her. So, and they're two pages each. So this is all, this is sort of a book now. <laughs> and this is another way of journaling in a way, because it's a summary of what's often what's on my mind. Sometimes one specific topic, sometimes what's happened in the last months or a few weeks or whatever it might be. It's just a, a very nice way of, well, it's writing to somebody else. It's a different way of writing. I think I pay a little bit more attention to writing well, whereas when I'm writing in my journal, in my notebook, I don't care because I'm the only one that reads it. So I quite like that. And 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 sending um, sending messages on WhatsApp is probably part of it. I don't do it very much. I don't have groups or I have very few groups on WhatsApp and I tend to ignore them. The main reason is because it, I want to write when I want to write and I find WhatsApp is a bit intrusive, so it's a different topic, but I, I turn notification off and I look at it only when I want to look at it and so on. And then I might once in a while, but not very often. Do you? Yeah, but I'm just considering, actually, I don't see that as part of journaling no. or mess the messages. So um, I do it, but no, it's not part of my writing practice, if you like. But it's interesting when you talk about letters. I As I grew up, I, I had so many pen pals you know I had so many people I wrote letters to and then when email took over letters decreased but it's for me it's different to write a letter compared to an email or an electronic document there is this art of having a pen and a nice piece of paper it's sort of still maybe this is because I used to do it when I was younger so maybe this is just my generation but there's something it prompts something in me a reflection you know what do we, what do I want to share with this person and I get into the mood somehow with the paper the pen usually a cup of tea or you know maybe a candle it's, it's almost like a presencing not meditative but it's very present way of writing so what's the what do we want people to do with this? Easy one, right? <laughs> if you don't have a journal, get a journal. <laughs> yeah, buy one. Buy a notebook. <laughs> uh, or and or get a good note taking app. They're brilliant these days. I use, by the way, Reflect, it's called. Small company, not related to any um one of the big technology firms, which I quite like. And I, I tested their um sort of we call it uh, the confidentiality and the safety and the security of it. And there's some audit reports around that. So I'm quite happy with the safety of it. And if you're anything like me, get a notebook without lines. Make sure you have many colors on your pens. And you can combine writing with sometimes drawings or hmm. different colors for whatever comes up, however that works for you. So it's more free, perhaps a little bit more creative and personal. Hmm. Um, yeah. which reminds me we haven't really talked and we, I don't think we have to talk about the advantages and disadvantages of electronic versus hard copy writing 
for me, there are advantages to both. And that's why I probably ended up having both. Because sometimes, really, this idea of this free flow, it's just so much better with a pen and a piece of paper. But yeah, you know, with an, with an electronic notebook, you take a picture, a screenshot, and you stick it in there. I mean, it's so much easier. And then find you, finding your way around again. And yeah. And I do all my personal notes analog and all my professional work notes digital. Yeah, for me, that's not that structured. Ah, we found something that you're more structured than I am. <laughs> that's very unusual. <laughs> that is very unusual.